This is the Prep Rally Podcast. It is September the 7th, 2022, and we've got a big show planned for everybody. We're going to lead off with the big green wood come from behind win with no time on the clock to beat Fort Smith Northside last week, one of the greatest endings to a high school football game you'll ever see. We're also going to talk about Little Rock Christian's big 49-14 win against Shallow Christian, and we'll also talk about some other games in this edition of the Prep Rally Podcast. It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. All right, all right. This is the Prep Rally Podcast. This is the September 7th issue. I'm Chip Souza, joined by Recording Henry Apple, Rick Fires, and Leland Barclay. And we're going to talk high school sports for the next four hours, or maybe just 30 minutes. Um, a lot of big, big games as we head into finish up the second week of football season and look into the third week of football season, Rick. But we're going to start down in the River Valley, down where Leland is down there. And Leland uh, was talking with Rick about this a while ago. Rick and I were down on the sideline last year when Fayetteville and Conway had that terrific yeah, 7A state yeah. semifinal game that Fayetteville wins on a walk-off field goal. And Ricky and I got caught up in the scrum of students and players rushing the field. I think Ricky, Ricky went down. They stomped him in the dirt a little bit. And got got back, up. got back up. He might have had a little dirt on his nose or chin. He wiped it off though. He was tough. He yep. didn't cry much. A little bit, maybe a little, uh, but he he shook it off. Got back up. Now Friday night, although not a playoff game, still that the uh, the ending of that Greenwood and Fort Smith Northside game, Leland. Have you? Ever been seen anything like that before, where a team wins a game on a on the as the buzzer's going off on a on a a hail, a hail mary pass? Well, I mean, if we look back through the history, of course, Greenwood came back from a two touchdown deficit at Camden Fairview to win a big semifinal game when uh, Camden Fairview was loaded. Uh, they also beat came back from a two touchdown deficit to beat Camden Fairview in a state championship game, uh, and then there was that epic, uh, you know, fifty six fifty five game where they came back and beat uh, Pulaski Academy with a two-point conversion late. Uh, Junction City won a state championship on a Hail Mary. Right. So there, have, so there have been games like that on bigger stages. Yeah. Now, as far as, you know, locally here, around here, that would that would have to be one of the, the best games, uh, you know, ever played in this area, especially since it's between two rival schools, right. uh, you know, Sebastian County rivals, Greenwood and Northside, uh, and also taking into account kind of how it had played out, uh, you know, as well. So let's recap this a little bit. Unless you've lived under a rock for the past three or four days or you're still hung over from Arkansas's big win against Cincinnati to open the season, Greenwood and Northside had a, staged a game for the, for the ages. It was an epic game in which Northside led the game by 18 points twice in the fourth quarter, including with about four minutes to go. Now, I'm going to turn it over to Leland, and Leland, you can walk us through this final four minutes of this game. Well, the, um, of course, Northside, like you said, they took a 53-35 lead with 4.02 left, uh, and, and, it, and just the way they took that lead also kind of uh, put a spell over the crowd that, you know, that, that the game at that point was probably over because Poom Savoy had just taken a quarterback draw for Northside right straight through the heart of the Greenwood defense, untouched, 64 yards to go up by 18 points. Yeah, game over probably. But the big kicker here was that then Grant Carnes gets a 74-yard return on the kickoff back to the north side, 22, to set Greenwood up in good position. 
Five plays later and 55 seconds later, Greenwood scores with 3.07 left. Uh, in fact, over the last four minutes, everything had to go perfect for Greenwood because they had to get, of course, the, the kickoff return help, but they had to get a score, a defensive stop, a score, an onside kick, and hit a Hail Mary to win. And, and that's did. exactly what they she did because after they were within 53-42, they got the defensive stop, used a couple of timeouts, and, and Northside had to punt with 120 left. Greenwood went 69 yards in six plays, and Javon Williamson scored on a one-yard touchdown run okay. with 15 seconds left. Kane Archer, uh, the freshman quarterback that came in for Hunter Houston, who was injured, the senior starter in the first half, he gets a two-point conversion run to make it 53-50. The onside kick, as we all know, the clock starts when the defense or when somebody touches the ball. Right. So only Greenwood recovered the onside kick one second later with 14 seconds left at the north side 45-yard line. Archer scrambled out of bounds for a gain of six. Then he threw from the right hash mark a, a deep pass to the left uh, part of the uh, – down the, the left sideline to Grant Carnes who caught the ball, turned, and lunged into the end zone as time expired to complete the comeback. And and students and players stormed the field. It was it was epic, um, fantastic. Ricky, that is what high school football is all about. Isn't that something? I, I think, uh, Leland, I get, give you a lot of credit writing that story on deadline. I read it the next morning. I mean, folks, that's hard to do when you're on deadline. you got to go down there and, and – and, put this together, try to get a quote. And if if Carnes had <laughs> fell down when he caught, I mean, it would have been Northside win. But yes. he's able to get in there. He's only a sophomore. He's already a playmaker. Uh, I wasn't there, but the contrast of complete joy for Greenwood. And you got to be devastated yeah, for on uh, Northside. Northside. Yeah. You feel so bad for them kids. But, you know, that's what uh, athletic sports is all about. Now uh, Northside's got a, the challenge of, Hey, get your chin up and come back in a, and, and play uh, this Friday. So uh, congratulations on such a great game that Leland put together and watched. So, Leland, let's go back and talk. Um, so, Hunter Houston, the starting quarterback at Greenwood, before he went out, he was having quite a game himself. It was, I think I saw your stats. He is 17 of 20, a uh, couple of touchdowns, I think, and, and well over 200 yards passing before he got, got took a shot uh, on, the, on the hip and got a – Got like a hip pointer, hip flex, or something like that. He took two two big hits uh, on the same drive right before halftime. He hit his first seven passes of the game, and the only reason it wasn't eight is because of, of a just a complete drop. Somebody you know it hit him in right between the numbers, dropped it. So he was 17 of 20, and that includes a drop for 238 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. And of course, he's the returning starter from last year. Threw for 3,098 3, yards, took Greenwood to the state championship game. So this was not just any starting quarterback. Right. This was a very good starting quarterback. Complete control of the offense. I mean, the offense just operates so smooth when he's in there. Right. So they have to turn to Kane Archer, who is a very good freshman quarterback. And in some you know, circles, Leland, he is uh, the number one rated quarterback in the recruiting class of 20, I believe, 26, 23. 
25, 26. Well, he's a freshman, so they, I, yeah. whatever that math is, right. whatever that math is. Plus and four. that, and that, and yes, and that part is true. Uh, but he's still a freshman. But true. he guided him back. He finished 20 of 29 for 273 yards and four touchdowns. And then Poops Savoy threw for 256 yards and three touchdowns. So there were three quarterbacks in this game that threw for over 200 yards. Wow! Wow! Well, what uh, an both incredible... teams combined for 1,175 yards of offense, 15 first downs. I mean, it was just a, it was a great game. And then you throw in the things like that. Um, you know, Damari Smith returned a fumble, 89 yards for a touchdown for Northside. Um, just a, it was a tremendous game between two uh, very good teams, and the game was delayed uh, actually 39 minutes because of lightning. Right. So that so that deadline that Rick talks about, uh, you know, run down the field, get a quick comment from you know Coach Young, and fortunately Grant Carnes was standing right there when I turned around, so I was able to grab him and just ask him, you know. Hey, take me through that play. What did you see? What were you expecting? Uh, and that video, um, you know, is, is out there. Or, or that those comments were in Saturday's paper. So it was a yes. It was you could you could bring out all the adjectives for that game. You know, instant classic, epic, iconic, all of those. Well, Archer dropped a dime to him. I mean, it was it was a. a, a a heck of a pass, Ricky, uh, yeah. from one side of the field to the other, and he dropped a dime on uh, on Carnes. Carnes catches it, goes into the end zone. We thought Henry had seen a crazy game the week before when it was Bentonville 46-36 over Broken Arrow. So this one, you know, tops that. Now what do we have in store for us the rest of the way? Because Fayetteville and Northside could have the same kind of game this week, Ricky. Absolutely. Um, and – other places, too, Farmington Rogers. Yeah. That could be one of those uh, kind be. of games. Could be. So that was, the, the, of course, the game that everybody had, had everybody buzzing um, on Friday night, and rightfully so. Uh, but there were some other big games also played in the uh, with area teams. And one of those, Ricky and I were at over at Shiloh Christian, Little Rock Christian 49, Shiloh Christian 14. Ricky, Little Rock Christian, uh, they were very impressive in this game. You know, we saw something. You talk about rare. We saw Shiloh Christian get mercy ruled on their home exactly. field. Exactly. Doesn't now, happen. Now, now don't the, hey, Shiloh Christian gonna be fine. They yeah. are an exceptional yeah. team. But man, uh, I didn't I didn't realize, you know, we tried to pick the games. I didn't realize how good this quarterback was. Walker White. Our, yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Walker White. Uh, he was fantastic in that game. He's six foot four prototype. You're talking about a recruit, you know, uh, um, the Arkansas coach is Sam Pittman. Um, he was there. He was eyeballing them, and this kid really put on a show. Uh, uh, Little Rock Christian is moving up to in 6A, and uh, Shiloh just couldn't hang with them, man. But they got beat by a really good team. Shiloh looks bounced back this week against Tulsa Victory Cr yeah, Christian. Victory Christian. Uh, Leland, uh, it was it was funny. I was, I was talking with uh, with Rick or somebody after the game, and I said, you know, we very well might be seeing Arkansas's quarterback here in about three years. Yeah. This this kid could very well be the quarterback. Um, he not hey, only. Was yep. he kind of, I mean, compare him to, because I know you talked a lot about Donovan Witten after that Arkadelphia yeah. game last year. Yeah. Um, kind of compare, I mean, what, what kind of game does he have? Um, I, I was very impressed with the way he threw the ball, uh, Ricky. I thought he, he threw the ball. There wasn't, there wasn't a pass that he really couldn't throw. Uh, now, Shiloh did not get much pressure on him at all. Uh, 
So major props to Little Rock Christian's offensive line for that. I don't I don't know. I don't Ricky. I don't. I'd have to go back and look at my stats. I don't have him in front of me. I don't think he was sacked at all. I don't think he even came close to getting sacked. So he he passed for a little over two uh, about two sixty I think two eighty, um, and he ran for another eighty seven on ten carries, yep. and he ran for three touchdowns and passed for three touchdowns in this now, game. Now Leland, I, you know I'm old school. I, I like to walk the sidelines. I've uh, Chip uh, handles the stats and you know tweeting out and the photos. So I got the easy job. But I when I was down there. Uh, this kid, White, he rolls right and he fires a bullet right in the chest. You could hear the thud, boom, right there where it needs to go while rolling right. And, uh, and the kid uh, turned around. It, it was about a 20-yard play. He turns around and scores. And then maybe in the second quarter, they did one of these back throws where he rolls right and throws um, back to his left. Oh, to the tight it, end, yeah. Yeah, 35, and just yeah. A perfect. He took a lot off it and just soft-tossed it right yeah, there. Yeah. So that's, to me, that's a quarterback. Uh, I've seen quarterbacks before. They're going to throw it that same velocity, whether it's four yards or 40 yards. But this kid's got a, a touch. Uh, I mean, he, he's just fantastic. Don't want to build him too up. You know, he's still got a, a lot of senior year to go. But I was very impressed with him. More than that, uh, Sam Pittman was very impressed with them. Yeah. I, uh, Ricky, I talked to Rex Nelson after the game on the scoreboard show. Uh, Leland, I know we all call in. Henry calls in. I call in. You call in. We, we call in. And I told Rex, I said, I, I, I will see a lot of quarterbacks this year, but I don't know that I'll see another one as good as this kid. He's got the size, 6'4". Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he looks really, really good. And Well, I remember – and remember, Little Rock Christian is a member of the 6A That's West right. this year. Yeah, what a, what a, you know, that conference, uh, you know, Leland is, uh, it was already, you know, Henry, it was already a good conference. You got, you got Lake Hamilton, you got Bent, you know, Bent, not, but not, not it now, but you got Lake Hamilton in it, you got Greenwood in it, uh, you know, they had Park, Parkview was in it, now they're in 5A. So basically, they traded Parkview for <laughs> Pulaski Academy and Little Rock Christian. Wow. Yeah, I was talking to uh, Brandon Craig at Solemn Springs last night, working on my stuff. They may want to get back in the 7A West. Working on my notebook. And he says, (laughs) you know, they start conference play this week with Greenbrier. And he says, look what we've got. We've got Greenbrier, then we've got Greenwood, then we've got, uh, I'm trying to think of the other, Lake Hamilton. He says, we might get a reprieve playing Russellville for uh, home code. Then we have to turn around and play Pulaski Academy and Little Rock Christian on back-to-back weeks. Wow. That wow. is murderer's row. It totally is. It, it absolutely is. And, and uh, what a terrific conference now. Uh, and, and, Henry, you mentioned this kind of a little bit, but that conference starts their conference play this week. Uh, Greenwood will be, uh, will be taking on Mountain Home this week in their conference opener. Uh, Little Rock Christian, I, I can't remember now who they opened it with, but they opened up conference play this week. At, Lake Hamilton. Uh, Lake, Lake Hamilton, right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they jump right into it. They got two non-con games, and then they jump right into conference play. So, uh, Leland, I know you you see the 6A West. We didn't even talk about Van Buren, and I know Van Buren's 0-2, but they had Malachi Henry hadn't played a snap yet this season. So, uh, you know, Van Buren also, you know, they're, they're going to be a good team. So, you know, this 6A West is just loaded. I mean, it is absolutely loaded, and uh, it's going to be great games. And, and I'm not talking about just one great game every Friday night. There's going to be multiple great games in this conference every Friday night. Well, and, and you know, Van Buren had five starters out against Southside, including, of course, Malachi Henry. Bryce Perkins. Uh, 
Bryce Perkins did not play. He was going through uh, concussion protocol, and, I, and from what I understand, I think he's he's fine. But it was a non-conference game, and then Van Buren is idle this week. This yeah. is their open week, so they'll so get why a not, little chance. Yeah, so why not set him out, give yeah. him another week to rest before conference play starts? And then their best offensive lineman, a three-year starter, Sam Shepard, has been out and hasn't taken a snap this year either. Yeah, so they've been bit, uh, hopefully bit. they'll be back healthy and, and ready to go for conference play and and get ready for uh, for that uh, that meat grinder that is the yeah. 6A West Conference. Now, uh, Ricky mentioned Shiloh Christian. Uh, I don't know how much of an impact it could have had on the game, but I think it might have had a little impact on the game. Uh, the only mistake that White had Friday night, he threw a pick. Um, they were up 28-14. He threw a pick. Bodie Neal intercepted it for Shallow Christian, returns it to the eight, and you're thinking Shallow Christian punches this one in. It's going to be 28-21, yeah. a one-score game, and, and you, you don't know how it might, you know, might, what might happen in the second half because it was about a minute, a little over a minute to go in the first half. And, man, Little Rock Christian's defense just rose up, and they said, no, you are not scoring here. And they stuffed them. Four straight plays, they couldn't get it in the end zone. And uh, you talk about a, a momentum swing. Yes. You, you intercept a pass, return it to the eight, and you think the momentum's on your side, and all of a sudden you're stuffed on four straight plays and don't score. That was so deflating. Shallow Christian was not even the same after that. They, they were not even, even remotely a threat in the second half after that. Yeah, uh, Wisdom uh, tried to uh, go off tackle on that fourth down, and he just got slammed he back. He swallowed up, yeah. I mean, they, you couldn't even hardly see him with all them big old boys, Little Rock Christian on them. Yeah. And you could almost hear just in the crowd to Murrah. Oh. Yeah, just deflated him. Yeah, totally sure deflated him. And, of course, Little Rock Christian dominated the second half. They, they uh, invoked the mercy rule uh, with about five minutes to go. They could have invoked it earlier than that, but they didn't. And uh, so uh, Eric Kohu's got a great program up there. Um they're in the 6A West. I don't know how they'll shake out in the 6A West. Um, Leland, you know this. Ricky, you know this. Henry, you know this. Making a move up in classification is a hard thing uh, in the line play of the lines yeah. uh, more than anything. It's the depth in the lines. And I think that's what Shallow Christian is going to find out uh, moving up to the 5A West. It's not going to be the skill positions. E Eli Wisdom is going to be as good as any player you put on the field in 5A as far as skill position. They, yeah. They've got that. It's going to be those interior linemen. Mm -hmm. And where Shiloh Christian is going to be behind the eight ball in this is that while they've got seven or eight big linemen, they don't have 14 or 15. They don't have a lot of depth there, so you've got a lot of guys that's going to go both ways. Yeah. And you know, Ricky, when you get into fourth quarters of games and you're getting tired because you're going both ways, that's when you can get an injury, and that would be devastating. Yeah, and we saw that in that, that game yeah. where uh, a Little Rock Christian just dominated they the second did. half. Tell you what, and I was impressed with the quarterback, Ricky. He's a phenomenal player. There's no question about that. Yeah. Their linebacker, number 20, I don't, I, I, I'm not looking at the roster, so I don't know his name. That He is a dude. He's a dude. Uh, you know what? Uh, I kind of like as an old linebacker myself. I can I like that defensive play, and yeah. and they were physical, and they moved really well, and um, they just they just pushed uh, Shiloh Christian backwards on a, uh, more than a few plays. They did. So. They did. Well, first first play of the game, Shiloh Christian uh, Wisdom was sacked for a thirteen yard loss, yeah. and that kind of set the tone right there. You're right like, there. Okay, man. All right. So, uh, also want to talk about Henry. How about the Rogers Heritage War Eagles? Man, the first time they've won, went 2-0 and 0 
in the start of the season. Ricky was still good looking the last time that happened. I didn't think he, he was ever that well, way. I, well, it, well it, you know. Ruggedly handsome. The, the, the bar's not that high. But yeah. Yeah. My mom but, said ruggedly handsome. That's yeah. as good as I can get. There you go. But since 2012, and the first time they have won back-to-back games since 2014, when they opened up 7A West play, they beat Springdale and Rogers yeah. on back-to-back weeks. Yeah. That well, has been a while. You know, Ricky, uh, they uh, they had to bring in one of our guys over there. You know, they had to bring Munoz. in one of our guys, Munoz, Eric Munoz, uh, old offensive lineman. Springdale. Hey, you know what, Ricky? I was an offensive. Look, my offensive linemen are the smartest dudes on the team, man. They're, they, you know, they are. Yeah, absolutely. They, you know, they, they are. Yeah. And so they brought him in, and uh, he's got the War Eagles off to a 2-0 start with a good chance to go. Henry, got a good chance to go 3-0 this week against Little Rock Southwest. A very good chance. Yeah. Uh, you know, I – I sit there and I watched the uh, game on live stream Saturday morning when they played Lewisburg, Kansas. And, you know, they because all when uh, Lewisburg kicked a field goal in the third quarter to take a 16-13 lead. And they could have said, here we go again. And, you know, reality finally kicks in. But, no, they went in the fourth quarter, about midway in the fourth quarter, Carter Hensley, the uh, Tillman for a nine-yard touchdown pass. And then – Two sophomores make the play of the game where one of them tipped a ball over the intended receiver's head, and then the other one just made a heck of a catch for for, uh, interception with about four minutes left to play. And then kudos kudos to Heritage. They ran the clock out. Ran it off. Ran it off. So that was a big win. Congratulations to the War Eagles. Man, 2-0 with a good chance to go 3-0 this week. So congratulations to one of our guys, Eric Munoz, uh, for getting it done over at Rogers Heritage. Now, also in Rogers, the Mounties improved to 2-0. Wow. They went over to Tulsa Bishop Kelly and, and laid the smack on them. Uh, Dane Williams, who was uh, the, the Hogs Illustrated Sports Club Player of the Week, uh, passed for over 300 yards and uh Five touchdowns, five touchdowns in the five touchdowns yes. in this game. Four in the first half. So the Mounties are two and zero. Now Ricky, they big game this week over at Rogers. It's first home game for Rogers. Yeah, they've been on the road. Yeah, yeah, they went to Little Rock Southwest. They went to Tulsa. Now they get to play in front of the home fans against undefeated Farmington, a team that handled Springdale pretty pretty easily last Friday night. So this will be a good one. Farmington, J.R. Eldridge, he has the Cardinals off to a two and zero start. They are going to be Leland. We, Leland, you mentioned this last night, and I'd have to concur with you. Farmington's the favorite in the five A West, I think, until proven otherwise. They're the, to, to, to me, they are the favorite in the five A West. I know Parkview's good. I understand that. I'm just telling you, from what I've seen from Farmington, Ricky, they're going to be tough to beat. Hey, I went over there on. I was working on a story, and I went over there on. I said, "Man, if we can kind of get a hold of the coach, how about Monday? Well, that's Labor Day. Doesn't matter." Or they're out there working. They're out there. So I went out there and, and got a few comments on them. They have a lot of respect for Rodgers. Uh, man, two of our favorite coaches, J.R. Eldridge at Farmington, Chad Harbison. Yes. We love two great quarterbacks yes. at both programs. going to be a good um, game. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to yeah. be our game of the week. Looking yeah. forward to that game. The question is, will Farmington have the depth to hang, that's hang a, on? And that's a good question. On, hang that's on a very with Rodgers. Go ahead, yeah. Henry. Hey, hey, another thing, I'll, I'll break it out to you. You know, last Friday night, Dane Williams, five touchdown passes. Who did I do a feature on? Yeah, I thought you were going to give him the the, the Democrat Gazette, uh, you know, jinx, the curse, but no. 
He he had a great game. He had yeah. a great no, game. Yeah. Note to area coaches, you want your players to do a game, you better get in touch with me yeah. and do a feature story. <laughs> I can be bought. There you go. There you go. Now, uh, Leland, a, a big game down in your neck of the woods last week, I thought was going to be Ozark and Boonville. Always a good a good match. Man, Leland, Boonville what? looked so good in that game. Dax Golf, big, big, big game for Boonville. Yeah, uh, you know, surprise, surprise. Of course, Boonville went on the road the first week of the season to Pine Bluff to play Dollarway, no problems, 36-6. to six. Yeah. And then they're, uh, you know, and then a 35-7 to seven win over rival Ozark. Yes. Yeah. Um, at, at this point, it probably shouldn't be a surprise, you know, anything that Boonville does. And, and Boonville is really, uh, they've upped their schedule this year, yes. too, because yeah. in two weeks – they get Harding Academy. Harding Academy, correct. And, and then, of course, they're in the same conference now with rival Charleston. Yes. Charleston is welcoming Nashville to town next week. Yep. So there's just some some great non-conference games coming up the, the next couple of weeks. Absolutely, absolutely. So we are going into the third week of the football season this week. And, uh, you know, the, the first week, the Bentonville game with Broken Arrow. Then last week, the Greenwood game with Northside. I'll tell you what, boy. They, they these teams have got a, a a tough road to hoe to match the uh, the the level of those games. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun season. Absolutely, and uh, you know you just love these non-conference games and that where they the coaches realize that man, we got to play a quality team. They don't play these cream puffs like no. you know you see in college teams. Right. Uh, often did Arkansas used to do that, but man, um, so. Uh, like the coaches say, it gets us ready for conference play, and that's exactly what you're going to see. Even these teams that are losing badly in some of these non-conference games, they're going to be better because of it. Absolutely. So we also want to mention all of the other fall sports are now officially underway. Uh, cross country was the last sport to kind of get going, and uh, Henry had written a really nice preview, cross country preview yeah. last week. Whole had our page. First, yeah, whole page. Had our first cross country meet uh, locally of the season Last Saturday over at Shiloh Christian, I saw the Bentonville boys won uh, the large, large school classification. Mm-hmm. Uh, had them today as my guest at the Hogs Illustrated Sports Club luncheon. Mike Power had his guys there. They've won five state championships in a row looking for number six. So cross country is in full swing. Of course, volleyball is now in their third week of conference play. So we got that going on. Golf and tennis, of course, started before anybody did, Ricky. They've been going since August 1st. Uh-huh. In fact, conference tournaments for for, uh, for tennis, I believe, are coming up here in just a couple of weeks. Hey, we'll start it off in just about, uh, let's, let me, in about three weeks. Yeah. The girls' state tournament in golf will take place. There you go. Uh, there you go. And the boys will be the following weeks. So, hey, their they're season just about to end just as quick as it started. Exactly. And they'll they'll get out there and get that done. And then we'll have volleyball state finals. Won't be long. It'll be at that back in hot springs again for that. And our boy Paul Boyd uh, uh, will be back and ready for that. Yes. In fact, Paul said he would be joining us on the podcast next week. So we'll, we'd be happy to have him back. Yes, and I know absolutely. volleyball coaches are excited to get him back and covering absolutely. volleyball matches. But our boy, our boy wonder, Ethan Westerman's done a great job covering for Paul, yes. uh, covering volleyball. Uh, but you know when you have a chance to put the king back in the chair, you know you got to put the king you back. Gotta, in you got to you got to uh, make a place for him. Absolutely. So that is going to wrap up this edition of the Prep Rally Podcast, and we, as always, uh, appreciate Leland Barclay joining us from down in the River Valley. 
uh, and bringing us great insight that we wouldn't have otherwise because i got to tell you, Ricky, between me and you, it don't take a whole lot to top what we can bring to the table. Absolutely. Uh, but, but prop well, there. we got the big Cedarville Mountain Bird game. Well, we got that going too. on. Yeah, got a big big one there. And the, Van Buren you... and Greenwood, a big volleyball match on Thursday. Leland, what did you call the Mountain Bird and Cedarville football game? You called it the Battle of... They play for, I call it the Battle of North Crawford County. But they call uh, it. But they play, they play for a treasure chest. Treasure chest. Trophy. It has a lot of Skittles and, and, and uh, you know, that kind of stuff in it, Ricky. Jolly Ranchers, the watermelon kind. I'd play oh. hard for the watermelon kind. Yeah, absolutely. Remember Sugar Babies? I'd oh, like yeah. to get some of those. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and Cedarville senior class has never lost to Mountainburg at any level. Wow. Wow. So that's, uh, you know, wow. and of course, Mountainburg, Zach Dean's taken over for Tom Harrell. Uh, he was successful in his head coaching debut last week. Mountainburg beat Danville 18 to 12. So, uh, you know, it's the, the, the battle for the treasure chest. Hey, Lila, did night. you, did you see the, uh, Iowa game with, uh, what was it? Who do they play? South Dakota or whatever it was. South Dakota State, 7-3. 7-3, to no touchdown scored. Three field goals, two safeties. That, Love it. That game took 47 minutes to play, I think. <laughs> it was it was a quick game. I, I, I'd like to get some of the – cover that, that kind of game. Yes. You know, that goes by real fast. So I'm going to go ahead and close this one out and wrap this one up. This has been the Prep Rally Podcast for Henry Apple, for Ricky Fires, and for Leland Barclay down in Fort Smith. Thanks for listening to us. We'll be back here next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.